Masters, they say anything can happen on WrestleLost. Welcome to WrestleLost Force. The sniper. Hello, everybody, and welcome to WrestleLost. It's been a very violent, very awesome week. So to get it going, here's Johnny. In some cases, hilarious, which also very, very hilarious. We'll get to later. <laughs> uh, yeah, we also had some um, some non non WWE AEW wrestling go on during the week, and I'll I'll get to that here in a minute. Uh, last last week I I had mentioned about uh, Eric Young uh, leaving WWE, and I have a little more information to add to that. Uh, apparently, back in April, he asked for his release and, and was granted his release. Uh, and the reason being was because he didn't want to work for Vince. Uh, I mean, who does? But, yeah, because he, he know you know, Eric, Eric Young was part of that, that first wave of pandemic cuts in April 2020. So he knows, he knows how it is to work with Vince and, and once Vince came back into the fold with the whole Endeavor deal, he said, nah, it's not, not for him. So he had his, his three months uh, non-compete, and he did show up at Impact Slam Brushery last Saturday night to team up with Scott Demore to face Bully Ray and Dina, who's the, the, the guy that murdered him in Impact. Oh, is Dina a guy or a girl? I don't know. I don't watch him back. Uh, um, to me, it sounds like a girl. But... It sounds like a girl. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, uh, but uh, yeah, Eric Young and Scott Demore defeated Bully Ray and Dina. Uh, I'll go ahead and give you some other results from from Slammiversary. Yes, we got collision in the background. Uh, <laughs> Trinity has won her first non WWE title. She defeated Deanna Peraza. Good for good for her. I'm I'm glad to I'm glad that she 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 won the title. Yeah, um, I heard about this, and oh, obviously we can't watch everything because there's a lot of wrestling going on. Yeah, but hey, to those that watch it. I'm hearing nothing but positive things about her winning it. So, hey, I might I might give it a shot. Not watch it fully, just maybe watch that match. Yeah. And there's new new Impact Tag Tag Champions, former NXT UK wrestlers Mark Andrews and Flash Morgan Webster. Uh, they they won the titles. Uh, Leo Leo Rush defeated Chris Saban to win the the X Division Championship, and uh, and Alex Shelley retained his 
uh, his uh, Impact Championship against Nick Aldis. After that, we got a, a returning Josh Alexander to challenge. So that's good. Good that Josh Alexander's back. He he had suffered an injury a few months back. Actually, WrestleMania weekend suffered an injury. So yeah. And last night we also had Ring of Honor Death Before Dishonor. Now I I I didn't watch this either, but I can give you some of the results. Uh, Claudio defeated Pac to retain the ROH world title. Athena defeated Willow Nightingale to retain the women's title. The Dark Order defeated the Righteous in, in what was a match called Fight Without Honor. Mm-hmm. Of course, th- this is uh, their feud because Duke Grayson turned his back on the Dark Order and joined Vince and Dutch. Okay. Uh, Sh- uh, Shibata retained in a su- surprising match, a surprising move, retained the ROH pure title against, uh, I guess, Daniel Garcia. Yeah, I saw some clips from that match. And speaking of hilarious, <laughs> Daniel Garcia, you know what goes on. Yeah. Yeah. Which. Which again, we'll talk more about that later. Yeah. Um, Daniel Garcia, that that is not this match. Uh, the Mogul Embassy successfully defended their the three, uh, their six man uh, titles against Leon Ruffin, uh, uh, Ryu Taguchi, and Master Wato from New Japan, which have have probably the best team name I've, I've heard in a while. They're called six or nine. <laughs> That's a good name. I yeah. like it. <laughs> and uh, Samoa Joe, well, not 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 Anne. I got a couple more. Samoa Joe defeated Dalton Castle to retain the ROH TV title. And we have new ROH tag champions: Ozzy Open, Mark Davis, Kyle Fletcher defeated. In a four-way match, the Lucha, Lucha Bros, who were the champions, the best friends, and the kingdom. I, I inadvertently know that result just because I saw Sky Blue's tweet with Kyle Fletcher, and he had the belt. Yeah, because they're 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 going out, right? Yeah, yeah, they're yeah. dating. Yeah. So I, I, as soon as I saw that picture, I'm like, well, now I know who won there. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've I've tried to avoid results, which is fine. You know, I knew I was gonna know some of them because social media and shit. But I was trying to avoid as many of them as I can, just because I'm still gonna watch it. But I I, I knew most of the ones you had said. The right. one thing I am hearing is the main event having Athena and Willow <laughs> Nightingale main event. Yeah, yeah, that was the main event. I hear that was a hell of a choice because yeah. they had a banger of a match. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm hearing. So I can't wait to watch it. It'll definitely happen this weekend. Yeah, right. Yeah. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm going to look look that out too. This card actually was going to look very different, uh, but some other things fell through. So, oh, my mic's falling. <laughs> so, uh, Samoa Joe is is going to be in the new uh, Twist and Metal TV series, and was supposed to take time off from AEW and, and Ring of Honor to do some promotion for that, but because of the actor strike, all that promotion has been canceled. Now, uh, on Death Before Dishonor, we were supposed to have a number one contender match for the TV title against with Shane Taylor against uh, against Don Castle, but that match was changed to ROH TV when the when Joe's plans fell through. Which, by the way, at, at the pay per view last night, Shane Taylor was defeated by Action Andretti, which is another big win for him. Uh, so. Joe's original opponent for Death Before Dishonor, as something just popped on my laptop, was uh, going to be Mark Briscoe. But Mark Briscoe ended up being injured, uh, so he couldn't he couldn't go. Uh, Claudio's original original opponent was going to be Eddie Kingston, but obviously Eddie Kingston in the G One. Having a hell of a time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he's one and one so far. Uh, and then when when Eddie went out, it was gonna it would that was changed to Mark Briscoe after uh, Samoa Joe's plans fell through, but then Mark again Mark was injured, so they set up Pack versus Claudio at Blood and Guts this past Wednesday, which we'll talk about later. So, yeah, so the card could have looked a lot different. Yeah, it, it's it's unfortunate because of injuries and, you know, other commitments that it, it looks... It, it's not the card that they originally wanted, but it's still a badass card. Yeah. E- either way, it was going to be badass because... Tony Khan's able to pull this shit out, and yep. it 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 goes to prove what he can do, especially what he did with Pack last minute versus Claudio to set that up during Blood and Guts, which we're gonna talk about. Yeah, much much praise to Tony for yeah. And we also saw another another Triple uh, A luchador last night. Uh, Gravity defeated Commander. Yeah, yeah, I did see about Gravity coming through. I wouldn't mind. I'm saying build yeah. build that High Flyers division a little bit more. Yeah, oh, yeah. I, I, I did see that that a Commander was with Alex Arantes, who's also with the Lucha Bros. Yeah. So they're they're putting seed they're planting seeds here and there for possible teams in the future if they really wanted it to happen. And also we got a team right here just coming out on collision that had them at that teamed up last night. Uh 
and Terry Smarton. Oh, it is. It is actually Red and Terry Smarton. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. They they had a match last night. What? Wait a minute. Well, who did who did Shane Taylor lose to last night? Then? I know. I saw he lost. He lost to somebody. Yeah, but this is going to be an interesting match, though. Yeah. We got Action Andretti and Darius Martin versus Juice Robinson and Jay White. Hell yeah. Oh, yeah. So last night, okay. So so last night they defeated the Work Horseman, uh, Anthony. Okay, it's all right. I lost, it. but I know Shane Taylor lost. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right. So going to other news, it hasn't been made official yet. Uh, but Logan Paul will more like most likely have a match with Ricochet at SummerSlam, and he's requested that he go on first. <laughs> the the reason being is because on that same night, August fifth, Jake Paul is going to have a, a a boxing match here in Dallas against Nick Diaz, and Logan wants to. Have a match, have the match, get on his private plane, fly to Dallas, and so he can walk down to the ring with, with Jake. We should have gone. <laughs> okay, so whenever this Jake Paul boxing match was announced, I brought it up to Johnny that if he was interested, I, I, I knew there was like a 1% chance because of who it was. But me being an MMA guy and knowing the Diaz brothers, I I, I wanted to go if there was a chance because oh, an, I knew it was going to be badass. Okay, yeah, it's an MMA right, fight, right? Yes. Okay, I said boxing. I meant MMA. Uh, was it going to be at AAC? I believe it was AAC, yes. Okay. AAC is big enough. Yeah. That. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I brought it up that we should go just to boo Jake Paul and to try and meet Logan because <laughs> I thought that would have been badass. I'll that was actually that was a couple months ago, so I had actually forgotten about that. <laughs> yeah, because I brought up that Logan – would probably want to be there for his brother. Yeah. And you were like, but that's not possible because they got a pay-per-view that weekend. And now it might be possible. Don't don't get me wrong. There's a time crunch there. Oh, so yeah. I highly doubt it'll be able to happen, but you never know. Be because Detroit is there an hour ahead. Uh, but uh, I'm sure, I'm sure Jake Paul versus Nick Diaz would probably be the main event, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it has to be. So, 
let's say the event starts at seven, probably go on maybe about ten. Ten, eleven ish. Yeah. And, and depending on how long, well, I, I it can't. They can't. Uh, Logan can't have that that long of a match. I mean, no offense to Ricochet, but Ricochet more like a lower mid card guy right now. Yeah, I could see them having maybe a fifteen, maybe twenty minute match. I was he, thinking ten, fifteen. Maybe he get out of there by by the time he leaves the building. Maybe get out of there by eight thirty. Yeah. Uh, get on the plane. To, it's got to be maybe a couple hour and a half to two hour flight. Yeah. To Dallas, which It'd would be close. Which would put would put it at maybe nine thirty ish Dallas time. Yeah, getting here. So yeah, it would be close. It, it it would be cutting it real close. Yes, he'll he'll definitely he would if he wants to try and do it. I can't guarantee that he would get there to walk his brother in, but I can guarantee he could make it there to carry his brother out because and, he and you know what I want to see. Him. Yeah, Jake is going to get fucked up that weekend. So I I, I want to but I want to see Logan Paul show up to Jake's match wearing wearing the same thing he he wears in in SummerSlam. <laughs> Just show up in the gear? Yes. Oh, hey, it could happen. <laughs> like you know he would too. <laughs> have, have have KSI with him just walking down in the prime costume. Yeah, cuz you know KSI is going to be there. Like, yeah, so both of them just hop in the private jet and just show up looking like like they just went through hell. Because <laughs> they probably are. Yeah. Oh man. That. Uh, uh, yeah. I, I. I can't wait to see what kind of what kind of high spots Ricochet is going to do. Yeah. You especially after their last outing. When it, it didn't quite go as planned with their with their moves, you know they're gonna have it down pat this time. So, yeah, I can't wait to see what that looks like. But yeah, I mean, him possibly showing up to his brother's fight is a bit of a question mark to me, just because of the time. Yeah. <clears throat> uh we we want to send our congratulations congratulations to AEW producer Pat Buck. He was not in Boston <laughs> on Wednesday because his wife was in labor. Yep. He not put out that, a tweet. Not only that, Pat Buck has also been promoted to vice president of of uh of, diaper changing. What's it? Vice president of diaper changing. <laughs> now he is. Yes, <laughs> of, of talent and above. I believe it's it's uh, talent and training. I believe. Yeah, I think that I think that's what it was. Yeah. So good on good on him. Yep. Promotion and a new baby. He's gonna need that extra money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay, so we haven't 
seen Bray Wyatt since before WrestleMania. He's been out with some sort of illness. We don't know what it is. That's that's apparently you know that's his business. He's he's not he's not filling anybody in on that. Uh, But we could have had a different timeline following WrestleMania. It it's come out that. After WrestleMania, Bray Wyatt was supposed to have a new a new Wyatt family, which was going to include Bo Dallas, who was playing Uncle Howdy, Eric Young, who again no longer with the company, and Alexa Bliss, who who is now pregnant. So, if Alexa didn't get pregnant, if if um. You know, Ryan Cabrera kept his dick in his pants. Uh, Andrew would be so pissed that you said that. <laughs> but it's true, though. Zach is yeah. probably going to have an issue with it. Yeah, yeah, way, yeah, way to way to go, dickhead. And yes, I'm talking about both of you. Uh, yeah, and if Eric Young hadn't asked for his release, and you know Bo Dallas, we haven't seen him since Bray went out. So yeah, we could have had had a had a new wife, family. We could have, woulda, coulda, shoulda, is what I'm gonna say. On honest, I want your honest thoughts on this, and I'm gonna give my honest thoughts as well. I'm not gonna be biased. I'm going to give my honest thoughts, but I want yours first. With everything that has happened to this day with Bray Wyatt, what would you have him do next? Would he even stay with WWE? What would you have him do? Um, no, I, I, I wouldn't have him stay with WWE. I would have him go to, go to AEW. You got stories there. You can you can you can still be well. You can't be Bray Wyatt because that's a WWE thing. You can you can have a similar character, and you got stories there. You can you can align yourself, or you can maybe become the new master of the Dark Order. You can feud with the House of Black. You know, there's a lot of there's a lot of dark entities in AEW that he could clash. Yeah. He could he could team up with Matt, do some stuff with him and Jeff. Yes. Like yes. Willow the Wisp, we can bring him out. A broken Matt, like Brother Nero. There's a lot of characters there. And they could make it work. So yes, I ideally I would love to see him do some stuff like that in AEW. I just don't think WWE would release him. And they're just going to add a shitload of time to his contract. Yeah. Because he's been out for quite a while. So I I don't know, man. I, I, I would love to see that shit in AEW. I don't think we're going to be able to get it due to the time WWE is going to add to the contract. 
And by that point, I, I, I mean, if he wanted to, he could still do it. But at that point, I know he, he is very smart about what he does and what stories he has in his head. Yeah. So I wouldn't mind him stepping away from the wrestling world and just become a Rob Zombie-like movie director and just go down that route. Yeah. Tell your stories that way. That way you can have full creativity of what you put out. If they're not going to let you do it in wrestling, do it in movies. It could work. Yeah. But one way or another, I need my Bray Wyatt. Okay. <laughs> I, I'm dying over here. Do you know how it feels like to sit here every single week because I changed my setup? It's now on the opposite wall of where it used to be. So where I'm sitting at, I got a direct view of my Uncle Howdy mask. Every <laughs> single time we're live, it's Uncle Howdy looking at me. <laughs> I need my Bray Wyatt. So one way or another, uh, as long as he's healthy, which he's just waiting to be cleared. He says he feels fine. He's been out in public doing things. He's met up with some fans out on the street. He's been working out. So he's just got to work on that WWE clearance, which right. could be a bitch to get at times. Yeah. <clears throat> and finally, uh, Vicky Guerrero is officially done with AEW. Her contract expired this week. She hasn't been seen on TV since February. That's when AEW asked her to stay home <laughs> because of controversy. Because her her younger daughter accused Vicky's husband, which was her stepdad, of of, of I guess sexual sexual assault. I guess on on a, on a cruise back in 2020, which of course Vicky and her husband denied, but. But then on the other side, you have you have Chavo and and Vicky's other daughter who who side with the sister. But but then and then uh, Vicky made a post about how her daughter's a a narcissist and that that they're you know they're paying for her for everything you know to do everything you know they uh, they're covering covering all her costs and. And so AEW didn't want this, you know, they, they didn't want this going, you know, they're not big on, or they won't even condone any kind of domestic issues, which yeah. is why they released BJ Whitner. So, yeah, so Vicky is gone now from AEW. I don't know if she would, if WWE would want her back. If she does again, like Bray Wyatt and AEW, there's stories there for Vicky in WWE. Yeah, come get your boy Dom. She she could yes she either one of two, she could align herself with the LWO. I don't want her to, but she could do that, 
but then also she could, yeah, she could uh, align herself with with Judgment Day. Maybe not be with Judgment Day. Maybe be be uh, against you know the relationship with, with Dominic and and Rhea. Yeah, because lead to a Rhea Vicky match. <laughs> uh to watch Vicky get beat down by Rhea <laughs> that would make her return worth it yeah. because okay you like you you were there I mean we were there whenever she came into AEW yeah because it was a, it was that first show in Garland in 2019 yeah. and and this was like it was at the very at the beginning of the show. Yeah, it, it wasn't even Dynamite hadn't even started yet. It was it was actually on AEW Dark. Yeah, it was just no, it wasn't even televised yet. It was just well, it was it was on YouTube, crowd. but it was on Dark. It was for the crowd in the moment, though. Well, yeah, I mean, but I, I but I saw it the week after on YouTube. Yeah, <laughs> on Dark. And yeah, we were surprised when we heard because that that's. The first thing you heard was, excuse me. Nothing but booze. Yes. An eruption of booze happened. Yeah, because if, if you're a wrestling fan, you know what you know what that what that means when you hear that. Yeah. But as as far as her coming back into WWE, I think there's a better chance of her having the storyline with Rhea and Dominic. Because to me, doing something with the LWO, even though it is Eddie's thing, yeah, it, or it used to be Eddie's thing, it's LWO exists because of Eddie, largely in part because of Eddie. But you gotta link her directly to Dominic, right? Or, or you could even merge both stories in the end. And yeah, LWO versus Judgment Day. Yeah, LWO versus Judgment Day. And that's when Dominic sees what he's doing wrong and that he needs to go back to his roots and be with family. And, and that's when he could join LWO. Because I've heard that once this bloodline story wraps up that Judgment Day are going to be the the main storyline in the company. Yeah, it, it's it's definitely worthy of being on, being the main storyline. It's just nothing is going to beat the bloodline right now. <laughs> so they could try, but it is not going to beat the bloodline right now. Well, so. no, what I'm saying is that WWE uh, are projecting to. Make Judgment Day the main storyline after the Bloodline ends. Yeah, that's how I'm saying they're just holding off. Yeah, until this Bloodline thing ends. So, yeah, man, I, I wouldn't mind seeing her back in WWE. There's, there's plenty of different ways they could work her in. So, yeah, hell yeah, I'd be down with that. Yeah. But yes, yeah. avoid the controversy. AEW, that's what we love. Yeah, and that's that's the news. Okay, so now that we've gone through the news, 
I'm going to go ahead and get into the shows of the week and get Johnny's moment for WWE. Okay, so last night we had what Paul came and called the rules of engagement, which I think it's a stupid term. Sound like they're getting married. Uh, but between Jay, and Jay Uso and Roman Reigns, and basically it was just a, 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 a contract signing, really, but they had the table set up, and, and this was at the, the last segment of the, of the show, and you know, Jay sitting on one side of the table, and of course, Roman sitting at the head of the table because he is the head of the table. Uh, and Roman asked Jay, he said, Are you sure you want to do this? Jay said, Yeah, I am. I said, he said that 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 it's because of you that I'm doing this. And he said, You know, basically, he said, We're going to have a tribal combat. Tribal Damn. combat. Sorry, I had to do it. That's the first thing I thought too when I heard that. And Roman looked at him like, 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 what? What are you talking about? And he he asked Jay. He said, oh, are, "Do the elders know about this?" Mm-hmm. And Jay said, "It was their idea." Fuck yes. So they both signed. Roman puts down the the lay on top of the belt as if to say that okay this match is going to be not only for the for the title but also for the title of the tribal chiefs at SummerSlam. yeah and then they got up they act they actually uh, you know they stared down they actually shook hands samoa uh samoa uh, they are Samoan. uh Solaskoa was about to do a uh, Simone spike. There you go. On Jay, but Roman stopped him. Uh, teasing a, a solo turn, which I think could happen at SummerSlam. Yeah, it could. <clears throat> this, uh-huh. this thing with Roman and Jay has to end. Yeah. In this match, and that that could be the end of the bloodline bloodline storyline, but they could still spin it off into a Jay versus Solo story, just yeah. without Roman Reigns in it, because at, at that point, Roman Reigns wouldn't wouldn't be anywhere near this. Because he he would be so distraught about him losing. And the, I guess you could call it betrayal of his family. Because like, like Jay said here, this was their idea to have this match. Yeah. And, and- Roman knew any, nothing about it. And if if it was their idea, I want to see them at SummerSlam. I want to see the Wild Simones and Rikishi at SummerSlam. Yeah, at the very least, yeah, that's who we need. You're obviously not gonna bring. You're not able to bring everybody in, but we at least need Wild Simones and Rikishi there. 
those are the ones that makes the most sense, right? They're now. they're the main ones, but yeah, because Alpha is Roman's dad and Rikishi is Jay's dad. Yeah. So it it's it's what makes sense to have them there. But yeah, I fucking I fucking love that line from Jay saying that this was their family's idea, yet Roman was left out of it. Yeah. He was not in the know. Everybody else was. And that just, that has to fuck him up mentally going into this match. Yeah. And, and I, I'll, be, I'll be honest, and, and I had mentioned this to you earlier, I wasn't really looking forward to SummerSlam because from even though there's only two matches set up, I've, I have heard of the potential matches and it sounds like just a mostly a bunch of rematches. Yeah. You got Seth and Finn, and you got a Cody and, and, and Brock, which are scheduled, but you could also have Becky and, and Trish Shadis. And, uh, well, I, I, I can't think of the other right now. I know that the others, other matches that, that we're thinking about, but they're all rematches. But yeah. this one. This one, I am intrigued. I am looking forward to this one. Yeah, we're definitely... I I, I say it's safe to say that we're not going to do a watch-along just because of so many rematches that it, it would just be a lot of the same. Uh, I, uh, well, I don't know. We can, we'll see. Yeah, well, if it looks like things pick up, we could decide to do it. Because check more. this out. This is going to be the first time that WWE pay, Premium Lineman is going to be airing the same time as Collision. Yeah. It's on a Saturday night. Yeah, that is true. Mm -hmm. I'm going to have a lot of screens going that day. <laughs> I mean, I always do anyway, but fuck it. What's one more? But but yeah, we'll 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 discuss maybe doing a watch long. Yeah, we'll, if, we'll if not, leave it as a question if, mark for now. If not, at least just for that match. Yeah, maybe we could hop on just for that match. Or we could just do what we've done before: just do our podcast and then just finish watching the show. Yeah, on, we can on, do that on, on a on a watch long. Yeah, yeah, we we could possibly do that. Do it that way. Yeah. Because by that time, we'll be close to that match happening anyway. Yeah. So we might as well just hang around and watch it. Yeah. All right. That makes sense to me. Yeah. But yeah, man. Fucking Bloodline. Stealing. This is why WWE can't have any more storylines right now that can fit the spotlight. Because this takes it all. So. Yeah. Hell judgment yeah. day, the, the judge, judgment day is second right now. Yeah, judge, judgment. Yeah, I can't. Talk. Judgment day is second right now. But yeah, to have to have the focus on them, we need this to wrap up. So hopefully, yeah. it happens within the next two weeks at SummerSlam. But as as far as my moment for this week, I'm gonna go a little bit ragey. And Zach knows because we both showed our discontent 
in in how this ended up. Liv Morgan and Raquel Rodriguez versus Chelsea Green and Sonia Deville for the tag team championships. Earlier in the night, Raquel was attacked and and she they they focused on her knee. So she went into medical and they said we could clear you but you're not 100% and you probably wouldn't have a good match because of how your knee is kayfabe jacked up and they ended up she ended up saying no i still want to go through with it we we haven't had the best of luck with these titles and we've had to give them up a couple of times. So I I just really want to go and do this match. So they did. And Chelsea Green and Sonya Deville ended up getting the win. I just feel bad for Liv Morgan and and Raquel, obviously, because she's been put through it as well. To where they can't keep a partner. And it's just been loss after loss or having to give up the titles for one reason or another. Most of the time, the reason is injury. And even though I haven't heard much more about it, I did hear that Liv Morgan picked up an injury during the match. So how serious that injury is, who knows? But I'm just very disappointed. And I know you can't predict an injury, but to to write it off this way again, I don't I don't know what's going on over there. But we finally we finally had Raquel and Liv Morgan with a solid chance to try and get a good run. And and this is what they do. <clears throat> well, I don't know. Some people think that it's a kayfabe injury. And, and it might be. It, it, I hope so. Because I, I, just, I just think it's, it's too soon from her coming back from another injury to go straight into having another injury. So if it is kayfabe, cool. Uh, but I still hate that that's what they did. But I am hearing that they want to do and give Ra- Raquel Rodriguez like a singles title run. So maybe that's why they took it off of them again to start building towards that. But I, I just hope you get something better for Liv. Probably because we saw her in the main event. Yeah, yeah. I just want something for. I just want something better for Liv as well. That that actually wasn't the moment I thought you were gonna you were gonna talk about. <laughs> to to be fair, there was a lot of moments in WWE this week that we could have gone with. So this was the moment that I think Andrew would have chosen if he was here. Yeah, I took I took Andrew's moment. <laughs> no, no, 
I don't think that was. Oh, you don't no. think that would have been? No, what I'm about to say, it would have been his moment. Oh, okay. Because he was the one who told me about this. Because obviously, I don't watch NXT. Ah. But, yes. All Dominic, right. Dominic Mysterio defeated Wesley to become North American champion. This means that now every member in the Judgment Day, except for Finn, has some some kind of prize. Rhea has the women's world title. Uh, da- uh, Damien Priest is the, has the money in the bank, and now and now Dominic has a title too. So it'll be interesting to see what happens at SummerSlam with the match with Finn and Seth. You know, can Finn defeat Seth? Will Will Damien cash in? A lot of questions to be answered, but yeah, I thought that was. And it fell. <laughs> but yeah, that that was uh, something that why is it leaning? Okay, that having issues. That Dominic actually has a singles title, his first singles title in WWE, and he even defended it on SmackDown last night on the, the main event against Butch. And I I thought it was funny because. Uh, Butch challenged him backstage and Dominic started making excuses and, and out of nowhere here comes Shawn Michaels and he's like no you're defending that title <laughs> I mean well, they I mean, were in Orlando which is where NXT is because yeah. there were a lot of NXT wrestlers in the crowd last night on SmackDown yeah but I did hear this, this fact uh, earlier that Dominic is the first ever WWE superstar to main event Raw, NXT, and SmackDown all in the same week. Cool. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be upfront and honest. I did not watch it as it was happening. I didn't either. But I did go watch this match. Because for some reason, I still record NXT. Me too. (laughs) (laughs) For some reason, I record it just in case something happens that I need to go back to, to watch. And this was one of those weeks. People that watched it the night of have a point that Dominic doesn't need to be anywhere near NXT. It sucks that he has this championship right now, the North American championship. And a lot of people are disappointed in NXT and WWE for allowing Wesley to lose it to Dominic. Yeah. Because one spot in the match where Dominic didn't know exactly where one of the moves was going and almost dropped Wesley on his head. And it was just a very unsafe match. 
Yeah, I mean Wesley is is he is a veteran. He's a, a former Impact Tag Champion. Yeah, and just just for him to go out like this and lose this sort of a match to dominate, it it doesn't look too good for NXT for WWE, and then to go back and run another match between Dominic and Butch and that one looking decent because it's on the main roster just goes to show you where Dominic belongs on the main roster where he can be protected where you can hide his flaws in a tag match a six man match whatever you want to do but you put him in a singles match in NXT with a dude that can really go. And and you can notice where he needs work just as fast. So, yeah. I, I just think Wesley deserved better. A lot of people do. And they do call this the workhorse title of NXT. So, what are you going to do, Dominic? Are you going to improve very quickly and show us that you can actually handle this and have this belt? Or, like a lot of people are thinking, are you just going to drop it in two weeks or something like that? Lose it rather quickly and then just go cowering back and hiding on the main roster. It's interesting to see who he's going to wrestle next, because next Sunday they have the Great American Bash. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see who who ends up being his next next opponent. So Maybe maybe it'll just be Wesley again. He'll win him back. If, if that's the case, then I don't see why they did this. Just yeah. to put it back on Wes, but yeah. to make people happy, I could see them backtracking and doing that. So, yeah, that's well. We'll see where it goes, but a lot of people weren't happy with it. And can we also say there really no was no reason for them to have a draft? I mean, uh, you had a raw wrestler. For the first time ever, Raw wrestler defended an NXT title <laughs> on SmackDown against a SmackDown wrestler. Yeah. What what even was that? <laughs> what even was the draft? It yeah. makes no sense. With everything they've done right now after it, it makes zero sense to have to what they did with the draft. So I'm just gonna completely forget that it happened. <laughs> And I'm just going to take the weekly shows as they go. So, yeah, lots of stuff happened in WWE this week that had our attention. But now that we've gone through our moments for WWE, I'm going to go back to Johnny and get his moment for AEW. So we we continue on our our adventure of the tag team of Adam Cole and NJF. <laughs> the what what I've heard some people call the the new best friends in the AEW. So 
they go out to like a, I think it was a Chinese restaurant. Yeah. And and Adam Cole tells MJ, he's like, I'm, I'm going to help you con- conquer your 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 worst fear. MJ is like, poor people. <laughs> what the fuck? Adam said, "No, spicy food." <laughs> so, so they they get food, and it it's MJF sells it great. It's it's a little a little too spicy for him, but he gets through it. Then they drink what they thought was water, which they said it was a hundred percent alcohol. It's some funny tasting water. But come on, a hundred percent alcohol. Pretty sure it would kill you. It, it would be close to killing you. At that point, you would be it, having a real good time. Up to at now. that point, it becomes rubbing alcohol. Yeah. Uh, like yeah. So, so they get they get a little drunk after that, and they tease. Well, they didn't show it on camera, but they're doing a double clothesline to the waiter or <laughs> at the restaurant. So uh, later on, they're backstage with Renee before their match against against uh, Sammy Guevara and Daniel Garcia for the uh, the final of the uh, of the blind eliminator tournament. And uh, so I'm I'm listening to FTR talk. I'm getting kind of distracted. Uh, so. Uh, MJF said, you know what? I got us matching trunks. Adam Cole said, well, I got matching jackets. And I've got something else planned. You're going to have to wait and see. So they take commercials. They come back. Sammy Guevara, Daniel Garcia come out. Then MJF comes out first. They play his music. His music stops. But then his music starts playing again. And he, to the camera, MJF's like, like, what are y'all doing? Y'all already played my music. And it plays for like maybe 30 seconds. And then you hear a mashup of of Adam Cole and MJF music. I, I, I love the way it sounded. They, they do a good job with that. Yeah. AEW hasn't done many mashups. But whenever they do, they are proper badass sounding yeah and that is the case here i was very happy for mjf how dare you make me love mjf as a character because (laughs) we we love to hate him as a heel that's what we were doing for a very long time always give him props for being a fucking boss on the mic and him weaseling his way through matches. But then you put him together with Adam Cole, and he starts having legit... I mean, even a little bit before that, against Danielson and stuff like that, he was having legit fucking badass matches. But then you put him with someone as lovable as Adam Cole, who also has that bad boy side to him that they both can bring out of each other it's perfect this is perfect and i've seen some people talk about it and them saying 
I'll be damned if if this isn't just as good or even a little bit better than the Bloodline stuff, but it's <laughs> right there with it. Yeah. So so they go into the match, and they actually start this match with a dance break <laughs> between Sammy and, and Daniel. This is where Daniel Garcia gets to do his his dance moves. Like, uh, like from what I've heard, he did last night with Shibana. <laughs> uh, I was I was almost expecting for uh, Carmella and Ron Killings to show up. <laughs> uh, in an alternate universe. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so um, um, it, it was after that. Then then they got serious and had the match. In the end. Uh, Adam Cole, MJF, they won. They finally hit the double clothesline to like a huge, a huge pop. They they won the match as their music was playing. Uh, Adam Cole get gets the AEW title to hand it to MJF, and he looks at it a little for a little too long, <laughs> and MJF starts to get pissed about that. But then. You know, Adam Cole calms him down. They hug it out after the fans were chanting to hug it out. And then that's when and then FTR comes out for, for a stare down. And I'm going to have to go back and watch this, but we just heard that. Uh, from what I heard, it, was, it sounded like a fire promo from FTR. That's yeah, I need to go back and watch that as well as... CM Punk at the start. Yeah. Yeah. But, I need to go watch that. But yeah, so next Saturday night for Collision, uh, we're going to get the the tag title match MJF and Adam Cole versus FTR. I can't even make a decision. Yeah. Because I, it. I, it I, uh, go ahead. No, I'm saying. I kind of want MJF and Adam Cole to win. But at the same time, it's FTR. But they're going to be there for four years. So yeah. They'll have the titles again. Yeah. I, I, I It's going to hurt me to see FTR lose. But at the same time, it, it's MJF and Adam Cole. Yes. So yeah. FTR don't lose much. They don't lose anything at all because they're going to put up a fire match. Both of them are. Both teams are. And and I want to see this spin off into a into the 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 world title match at All In and Adam Cole versus MJF. Yeah. Yeah, cuz we we know it's going to lead to that. They already did a little bit of the tease with the belt, like you were yeah. talking about. So, yeah, I I can't wait to watch this match because it's gonna be it's gonna be fucking badass. So I can't wait for that. But as far as my moment, I'm gonna I'm gonna make mine short and sweet. The opening match. On Dynamite for the FCW World Championship. Hook versus Jack Perry. 
It was Beethoven, right? Am I yes, right? Beethoven, was... Beethoven's fifth, fifth Symphony. Okay. I'm not a classical music guy, so I mean, I obviously know of Beethoven, but yeah, the video package of Jack Perry like burying himself, his old character, Jungle, yeah. burying Jungle Boy, and him coming out to Beethoven. A lot of people thought the same way that I did. I thought this was just going to be the start as far as the music goes. I thought it was going to lead into something else. Kind kind of like Brian Danielson's intro. Kind of like Brian Danielson's music. I thought it was going to have that sort of an effect where it leads into something else. But no, it's just straight up Beethoven. <laughs> Unless if they decide to do something with it later, and this is just how they started it out. But yeah, Hook and Jack Perry putting up a hell of a match. But at the end, Jack Perry winning and him being the new FTW champion. This was the first time There's been a couple of matches where Hook has been given decent competition, but nothing like Jack Perry. I think this did a lot for his new character, him defeating Hook. And Hook didn't lose anything because it's a more focused, a more badass Jack Perry, a more shithead. Jack Perry, because you know yeah. he's dating one of the most beautiful women in AEW, in Anna J. Which, <laughs> yes, please. But see, no, I want to. I want to see them be an, on 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 screen couple. Yeah, like, like Sammy and Ty and Tay. Like she needed to be the one driving the cars. Yeah, like being there ready to save them. That that's that's where that's how they could bring her in, saying that was her all along, and it would make sense because you never saw who it was. So yeah, man, I just love this shit. I, I think it was a great showing by Hook, a great showing by the new version of Jack Perry, and. Just leaves me with the question of is it just gonna be Beethoven or is there gonna be more to the music? I think that, I think that's it because I mean I, you Claudio uses classical music. Yeah Danielson Brian Danielson uses a form of, cl- of classical music. Yeah. Which is which is actually the same music that he used in WWE. It's just a different a different mix. Yeah. But yeah. But we'll see what they decide to do with it. But uh, again, it's not where I thought you were going to go. <laughs> yeah, bro. They, there's so much that happened, like blood and guts. Yes, let's talk about that. I thought we yeah. were, I thought you were going to talk about that. Yes. That. Okay, go ahead. No, no, you go ahead. That nail board. 
board of nails. Yeah, Moxley brought in a board of nails. I don't care what anybody says. And people have been saying, and, and it makes sense. It makes sense what people are saying. So what they said was because it's even, as long as you land evenly on it, you're yeah. going to feel it, but it's not going to pierce you It's because the weight right. distributes evenly. Yeah, you're going to get scratched up. But it's yeah. Not, yeah. Uh, it's I've, I've, a scratch. I've seen the Board of Nails used in person because I, I, I again, I, I, I do Taekwondo and at some of our black belt tests in the past, we've had guys actually laying on boards, boards of nails. Yeah. And like having like bricks laid on the, on them. So, yeah. So I've, I've seen that done before, but there were a lot, a lot of violent spots in this match. Yeah. They, uh, they brought out thumbtacks and I, I forget who it was, but who was actually throwing thumbtacks from the top of the cage I believe that was Nick Jackson. Okay. It was it was it was one of them, but and, I think it was Nick. And then Pac got on top of the on top of the cage, did a stump through the table. Yeah. Oh what hard am I forgetting? Yeah, there's there uh, the broken glass. Yes. For, yeah, broken glass, shards of glass. Yeah. And I, at one point, I believe it was to Matt, and I think it was either Moxley or Claudio that got some of the broken glass, put it on his chest, and just started stomping. Like, bruh, <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck, man? And and then and then the Golden Lovers, like, come on, bro. The, the reuniting golden lovers. So damn good to, to have them both together. And it, it, it even though th- this is the part that I do hate a little bit, not for him being in it, but for what people are saying. That in, in this one match, he kind of got lost in the shuffle because of it being a blood and guts match. That's why I'm hoping that whether it be a short-term or a long-term contract, I hope this isn't the only match he has Yeah, in AEW because he deserves to have singles matches and even tag matches, just him and Kenny, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Just him and Kenny doing some tag shit. I like to see that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I know he broke up a few submission spots. At one point, there was a, a five way submission going on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so, and, uh, but the end of the match came when uh, Don, Don Callis, he saw that, that the, the BCC were, were, were losing. So he, he took Takeshita out of the match. Then you had Pack walk out on the BCC, which set up the the ROH match last night with with Claudio. Yeah. And then uh, Hangman got a chain and started 
choking out Wheeler Yuta with it. This is the same way he did to Moxley at the Revolution. While Moxley was handcuffed. Yes. So he couldn't do anything. And and so because of that, because Moxley knows what that felt like, even though he always taught Wheeler Yuta not to give up. Yeah. It was Moxley who threw in the towel. Which you didn't see because they didn't show it on camera. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You miss it, but that's what happened. So, so I thought I thought he had actually given up or like he passed out. So yeah. they called the match. But that wasn't the case. Moxley threw in the towel. Yeah, so the so the golden elite one. And from what I heard, surprisingly, there were no injuries this year. Yeah. No, no major injuries. No major injuries. Bumps and bruises, of course they're gonna happen. You had yes. a board of nails, you had broken glass, you had all kinds of shit happening. <laughs> you had thumbtacks, of course they're gonna be banged up. But as far as major injuries, nothing nothing happened. We're safe. We're in the clear, surprisingly. <laughs> and the the only thing I wish for next year's blood and guts is that Danielson is able to be in it. Yeah. They they need to have BCC in there somehow. Again against whoever you want to put them up against. But yeah, I need I need to see Danielson in in this match because it's it's a shame that he had to have surgery so he wasn't even there that night. Yeah. I want to see House of Black in a Blood and Good match. That's that's the first team that came to mind. <clears throat> so BCC versus House of Black. Uh, add a couple of members here and there to both yeah. teams. Uh huh. Yeah. I mean, you got you got the Golden Lovers. You know, you can just do Golden Elite again. And like we were talking about, maybe maybe you have Bray in there next year. Oh, don't give me that. <laughs> I would have a heart attack. We <laughs> can win them. In AEW in a blood and guts match and the shit he would do. Oh <laughs> my heart can't handle it. This <laughs> hasn't even happened. <sighs> wow. Yeah, add add him up, man. Add him to House of Black. Yes. <sighs> him and Bo Dallas both jump ship. Oh yeah. There's your father. Right yes. There. There's your five right there. There's your five. Oh, what have you done? For 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 the many times that I have brought up Bray Wyatt and y'all have been like, oh, we're gonna go down this route again. <laughs> this is this is both of us here just brainstorming shit that, like we've always said, probably is never gonna happen. But right. But you never know. did. Who? I would lose my shit. So, yeah, man, blood and guts killed it. They killed each other in the safest way possible. So, 
And I, I know blood and guts is a thing they have during the summer. And and winter is coming has been in Garland. Yeah. Let's just let's just have blood and guts in, in, in Garland next year. I'm I'm saying they they can do it twice a year. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Bring blood and guts during winter is coming. Hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I wanna I'd I'd watch that shit. Like, of course. You know, we wouldn't go to work the next day because fuck work. But yeah. <laughs> yeah, the only yeah. things have been yeah. Yeah. Whew, I want that shit to happen now. Please pray. Please come back. <laughs> okay. Yeah, lots of lots of great moments there throughout the week. And as y'all as y'all have probably noticed, we're down a man again because he has a family and they're on the way to Florida. And well, they should be there. They should now. be there right now. Yeah, they should be there by now. So I have, I put myself in charge of this for this week. So, like always, it is time to stump the brain. So the bloodline is the most interesting story going on right now in professional wrestling, I would say. You know, aside from Adam Cole and MJ. Who are the original Samoans that that started off in professional wrestling? Who are the OG? I, I know that you know one of them for sure. But there's yeah. actually two. Well, yeah, because the one I could tell you is uh, uh, Peter Maivia, the, the, the high chief, the actual tribal chief. The actual tribal chief. Peter Maivia, who's the Rock's grandfather by marriage. So that's that's on the on the uh, is it the Batu side or the Anawani side? No, I think it's on the I think it's the, the Anawahi side. Yes, that's all I'm gonna say. Yeah, it's on the Anawahi uh, side. Yes. Who was on the the Fatu side? Because I, I'll, I'll be honest, I can't think of it because I've always heard, you know, I've always heard him just just talking about Peter Maivia. Yeah, so never, it's never okay. about the other guy. Okay, so I'm gonna read it off. Okay, and I'm gonna try and get this name as close to because I heard what it said. I heard how it said. So I'm going to try and replicate that. It all started when the Reverend Amitwanai Anoa'i became blood brothers with Peter Maivia, hmm. a high chief of the lineage, one of Samoa's four great state dynasties, and one of the men who, in a roundabout way, trained two of the Reverend's sons to be professional wrestlers. So it was, you were half right. You had yeah. Peter Maivia, and then you had 
Reverend Anoa'i. This uh, I'm talking about. This is stuff where he, I believe it was 1914, he was born. So we're talking about a <laughs> long time ago. More than 100 years ago now. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's crazy to think about. Yeah. That it goes back that far. Because I know I know Peter Maivia was he, he was wrestling up until I think the nineteen well nineteen seventies when he when he passed away, but yeah. Yeah, it's it's yeah. Okay, so I remember seeing an interview with the Usos where they said where the interviewee asked and asked them Let's go through your lineage. Let like take us from the beginning to where we are now. And legit, the Uso said, we don't have enough time for that. And it's obvious that they did not because it goes back to 1914. Yes, because I've actually seen the actual family tree. Yeah. Of that family. And there's like, like six or seven different columns and they they each split off on both sides and yeah it just gets real convoluted i mean you know on the bottom of the list is all the all the cousins you know at the rock and nia jacks and tamina and yeah and uh the usos and you know right yeah Yokozuna's uh, kid. I think he had one. So, yes. Yeah. I mean, right now, you get any one of us to track down our lineage and that whole thing, and it, it's it's a long ride for anyone. So, yeah, but, I don't uh, blame them. So, within the last eight years, both my parents have done, they did that 23andMe. Yeah. To see what their, what their lineage is. Uh, and all, all uh, Hispanics, you'll you'll find in that they go back to to be either Aztecs or Mayans. Yeah, and yeah. also on my my mom's side of the family, there's Asian, <laughs> Asian, which you could probably if you look in my eyes, I've got a little huh. Asian. Have, I'm not gonna look in your eyes because that's just. Weird. Yeah, because you, you, you don't want to get lost in my eyes. Oh, <laughs> we just we just crossed the line that I never wanted to cross. Okay, <laughs> but there's also there's also a tiny bit of African American in me. Not tiny touching bit. that subject. Like four percent. Huh. Well, and there's also like like Eastern European somewhere in the lineage too. So, yeah. It's very, it's very convoluted when you when you, you try and you try and look at that stuff. Yeah, that's why I haven't tried, but maybe one day I will. Yes, but yeah, that could happen to anyone. So, yeah, like always, if you have any questions or comments, wrestlelost at gmail.com, wrestlelost on Facebook, and don't forget to give us a follow. Here on Twitch and on YouTube. So. Also, also real quick, I want to promote my TikTok channel. 
Johnny underscore from underscore WrestleOps. I, I post videos on there of the clips from our podcast. This week I posted a video of, of Shawn Michaels' first match, which was here in Dallas in 1985 against the One Man Gang. It's uh, it's it's hilarious. It's a short squash match, so it's it's not that long. But go check that out. Hell yeah, definitely go check that out. And yeah, it's 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 going to be an interesting week. There's still some interesting wrestling going on right now, so we you know, will come at you next weekend with that. So yeah, I'll, I'll I'll give you all a G one update next week. Yeah. So hope everybody has a great weekend. And talk to y'all later. See you next week.